For the next 45 minutes, you will be experiencing real and factual conversation. All opinions expressed on the show will be raw and uncut. Side effects from the show may be curiosity, excitement, and development of a new perspective. All opinions expressed on the show belong solely to the user. Welcome, family. This is your boy, uh, Junior. Some people call me uh, Mr. High Horse, but I'd like to welcome you guys to this uh, brand new podcast called Just Being Honest. But yeah, so, you know, we're just a, a group of guys. We all met in college, you know, and we very opinionated um, and have kind of expressed a lot of our opinions. So, you know, we we decided, though, um, like as of recently, we like to bring some of our opinions to an official platform as well as a knowledge. You know, we're um, as you guys will meet us through our introductions, are a very uh, diverse group of uh, young men. And, you know, we all kind of have had very, very unique experiences in college. And so we're just really here to share that with you all. Um, through the course of this podcast, you'll hear guests from us. Um, we're really going to be trying to press on a lot of topics in regards to the urban and the uh, Black community. So uh, with that being said, though, man, we're going we gonna to start pushing it forward. So as I said, I'm... I'm you know, you can call me Junior, you can call me JR. Kind of my background, just to give you guys a little heads up. I was a, I'm from from South Florida, um, and then I kind of made my way to uh, to school with the rest of these guys. And uh, I was a guy kind of growing up. You know, I guess I had some experiences, but I was like mainly intertwined with uh, sports, some religious experience. But I was mainly intertwined with sports. But as I got into college, though, um, really kind of made a transition from more of a I guess a world that was dominated by like, you know, sports and entertainment to a more of, I guess you could say a religious uh, conservative, but on the same token, uh, kind of became a dude that became like a philosophical liberal. Um, and this kind of helped me throughout college, you know, I guess develop a few convictions um, that kind of pushed me to this day, um, become an individual where, you know, now I have plans, I'm an engineer about to be a graduate engineer and uh, kind of push towards law school. So that's a little bit, of a background about me, um, and I'll hand it off to one of the other guys so you can get to uh, kind of know us and who we are. All right, cool. So I'm the Merce. I am a trauma nurse from Huntsville. Went to ski with these fellas. Since I am in the most trusted profession in the world, we you trust, trust me. Do we trust you really? I, I didn't say That's doctors. Real I'm a nurse. It's a big difference. <laughs> we trust health professionals. I guess so. Black I'm, health professionals. I guess is that is that all you had to say, Jalen? <coughs> or Merce, my my apologies. I know we're on the show. Merce. God dang it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I guess I guess I'll go next. Trustworthy uh, guy. Uh, my name is Wayne. Uh like uh JR said, I met all of these fine young gentlemen in college. I am from Kansas City, Missouri. I'm a Midwest raised person majored in aerospace engineering in college currently an engineer don't want to say where for uh, personal reasons <laughs> Not that in college i went through a lot of struggles i'm someone that's very opinionated uh, i try and look at both sides of the coin as i evaluate any issues or topics that we're speaking on 
few other things about me. I can you can say I have an entrepreneurial mind. Uh, I'm currently looking at trying to sell different things, get into real estate. I'm also looking into investments. So if you ever find me on my social media and you want to speak about that, I'm someone you can talk to. All right. Well, I guess I'll I'll go next. My name is the Eagle. The and then Eagle. First name the, middle name or last Eagle. Wayne referred to me as fine and a gentleman, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> we both, or we, we kind of got all me sounding suspect. <laughs> well, Wayne, I won't even say anything about it, but I, I majored in aerospace science engineering, graduating commission as an officer, second lieutenant in the United States Air Force. I'm currently a pilot. I like flying planes, I like doing, I don't know, kind of boringish things in my mind, you know, playing golf and podcasting. But I guess when we talk about stuff on here, you'll kind of hear my opinion and it'll kind of be outlandish and facts are boring. But, you know, facts are just somebody's opinions that everybody agrees on. So that's kind of what you'll hear from my side. So. All right. All right. This is C4 here on the podcast. Um, as they said before, we met everybody at Tuskegee. I'm majoring in mechanical engineering, senior. My experiences, I've had a, it's been pretty rough, but, you know, in the beginning, but now it's coming full circle. I went from almost, in a sense, flunking out to now having multiple job offers at, uh, upon graduation. And what I have bring to the table is just my real, raw, and uncut opinion, because I can't really care less of how people think nowadays. What's up, man? I'm Reese, crying. I really don't matter. Um, I went to Tuskegee too. Graduated with a psychology degree, be going to law school next year somewhere. Um, I'll be on the show. I'll be talking and whatnot. I really just say what I come to my mind. Um, well, I just say how I feel. And I'm from Huntsville. So, yeah. Hey, yeah. so real quick, before we pass it back off to our, our main guy, Hot Horse, on this Hot Horse, uh, make sure that you guys follow us on our social media platforms. We're on Instagram at... Uh, just being real as just underscore being without the G underscore real underscore again. So many underscores. That's our Instagram on Twitter. It is just being real without any spaces and without a G. You look us up. Just being, just being uh, the at name is just being real seven, just so we can be clear. All right. Just make sure y'all interact with us on. <laughs> make sure y'all interact with us on Twitter and stuff. We want to hear y'all's opinions. We want to hear y'all's suggestions. We want to hear everything. Yes, as well as if you follow us on social media, we'll be pre- previewing any upcoming shows. Uh, everything, any information we find on the topics we speak on, we'll be putting that. All right, appreciate media. that, guys. So, uh, so we're just gonna jump in to kind of give, I guess, everybody um, what they would be expecting. From this podcast, a little sample uh, today. Um, so, question of the day that I have for you guys is about social media. So lately, um, you know, I've I've been off of social media, but I kind of like came across a documentary on Netflix. Advise everybody you know, listening and all of you guys if you haven't to watch it. It's called The Social Dilemma, and you know, really covered a lot of topics about you know social media and I guess the role it plays in our life. Um, or our lives rather with all of us. And so, you know, there's, there's a few things I kind of took away from that, but apparently it was saying like, you know, from like young girls uh, from the ages of eight to 14, 
Um, there's been like since 2009, like a 250% increase in uh, suicide attempts. Um, and as you guys know, social media is a big comparison. You know, it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know, it's all about comparing. So they feel like that's directly tied into that. Um, uh, I was speaking on like how, like, you know, they have these like Russian bots apparently um, out there, you know, actually pushing agendas, be it like all lives matter or black lives matter or blue lives matter. Um, saying like, like a lot of these rallies and like things that are kind of like perpetrated, you know, because of the algorithms of that, there's these bots out there kind of taking advantage. So I guess, you know, those those two things really got me uh, thinking of this question that, you know, I kind of pose to everybody. Um, do you guys feel like just overall, um, the first question for young people that social media is something that is uh, productive and beneficial towards us rather? Or do you feel like it's something for, you know, our generation that is ultimately detrimental? Uh, I mean, personally, I think social media can do great good and great harm. Um, I mean, we all have seen some of the best things in human society through Twitter. And we've seen awful things happen, especially in this past year with COVID or the protest and rioting and all of that. So, I mean, it's one of those things where you have to evaluate it by situation. But, you know it can become to be a thing that people seek for validation on and then it'll turn it that and that's why personally i think it's you you've seen that spike in depression because you've never seen a time in the past where you can get on your phone and get on a cellular device and just feel val validated so i mean it has great good and great harm i mean there's not really a one-sided answer to this in my opinion well, we were talking about, uh, I think, in the question he asked about our generation, per se, and I think the biggest part of this, and we talk about Twitter, is the fact that Twitter is not comprised of just our generation anymore. Uh, a lot of the people in our generation are bringing in older generations, and now we have a brand new generation that, that's passed, I, I guess, us who were millennials, and it's younger people who, who probably take Twitter a whole lot more seriously than we do. Because, I mean, we didn't all just grow up on Twitter. Twitter wasn't a, a middle school thing for us. Uh, a middle school was a life-changing time for a lot of young people. And, I mean, this is, we weren't doing this back then. I think we had Instagram back there, but it was, you know, posting real, yeah. you know, like, fuzzy pictures. And, you know, it was, it was like, I mean, it was cool. You could do Instagram, but it wasn't nowhere near as important as Twitter is now. You can just put out a thought and people can show their true color. They can show their true heart by liking and retweeting. So now there's a whole new generation of people that are growing up through that transitional phase with Twitter. And I don't know if it's honestly the best for everyone. It does validate a lot of opinions. But when you think about people whose opinions are repressed and it's repressed in a bad way, it, it, it's it's almost like are we willing to say that that's good that maybe one day someone's going to come along and they're going to say something that's going to validate their opinion all the while all these other bad things are happening you know are, are we going to just you know turn a blind eye and, and say well i mean you know i, I guess it's okay because it's doing good every now and then but it's constantly doing bad too you know you got to think about people that are being affected by twitter when we said those young ladies that are committing suicide at an alarming rate 
as well as other people. I mean, you got to think about those things, you know, are the bads outweighing the good? And I, I'd like to argue if they are. See, uh, see, but I have a question. Do you feel, does anyone here feel that it needs to become a part of the way you're raised on how you look at Twitter? Because I feel like to a certain extent, since it's so fresh and everybody has parents that didn't grow up during a social media age, if you're not raised to believe that there's no validation or true validation that comes from social media and you just grow up in the idea that, hey, you can gain validation and feel better and feel like you're some type of person through social media, you can create a realm where a lot of people do get depressed. Like, is there, some, is there a solution to this is really what I'm trying to ask. You can't. You can't teach personal attachment to uh, anything, really. Like, how do you, how do you teach somebody how to read uh, a post and how how to uh, manipulate their mind to understand the post exactly how it was typed? Uh, I don't I don't think it's really possible to teach my child. Twitter is not serious. You know, Twitter is a joke. They they're gonna take it how they see fit. I think I, I was gonna say, you know, just a quick, you know, interjection. It's not really conflicting with your point at all. It's the fact that a lot of people need to teach self confidence, uh, and you have to teach while a child is still moldable uh, in that sense to where you can actually teach self confidence. Because when you get to somebody our age, self confidence can't come from anybody but yourself. But when you're a child and all these things are happening to you that is determining your character that's building up the person that you're going to be you have to say hey you know these things that, that you're going to see you're, you're you're going to see them you know whether it's on twitter or it's actually on the news or it's in person face to face something's going to happen in your life and you are going to be faced with an opportunity to allow it to affect you negatively or possibly not at all but you have to tell them, hey, these things are going to happen. But if you build up your, your self-esteem, if you build up their self-esteem in the in a way to where it doesn't affect them, then maybe you won't actually have to go and try and affect Twitter as a whole. You know, you won't have to be like, hey, guys, well, uh, we got to put up this, you know, explicit filter on Twitter because people aren't, I don't, I don't know, raising their kids better i don't know i'm not a parent and you, and it, it's impossible to put a filter on other people and twitter is twitter is a, is a base where anybody can say what they want to say you take it how you take it the child's going to be exposed to it not even just a child maybe the grown grown folks they're going to be exposed to it either way just like how bad comparison, just like us in porn, we were going to find it. We were going to use it. I mean, just being real. Okay. All yeah. right. It's, we're going there. Just I being mean, real. You're going to, you're going to, either going to, you can teach your child about it early or you can wait till the child finds it on their own and then the child. Goes on from so, there. So I mean, with that being said, with that being said, Merce, then I guess I have like a, I mean, uh, a question. Like I actually have two more questions, but then I kind of have a question based off of that. Then how do you feel like is the proper way to, I guess, expose or break in, you know, somebody with a young mind to social media? 
I mean, if it were me personally, I, the, if I were to have a child today, God forbid I have a child anytime soon. <laughs> but if I were to have a child today, I definitely wouldn't allow them to get on social media or be on any any form of online app where they're seeing other people's opinions until they understand and have their own true self-confidence. I mean, I okay, personally... How, how do you, how do you <laughs> yeah. get your child from having a secret... Uh, a secret account. I mean, you don't. That just, that just you opens don't. the whole gate. I mean, of course you don't. I mean, we all as kids, we grow up and we there's those things that we're told not to do and you're so curious to do it that you do it in secret. But I think there's a value. There has to be value in trying to teach your kids so they can have the lesson. You know what I'm saying? Like, you might not understand it at age 10, but at age 22, you'll understand it. You know what I'm saying? But see, you should be able to look back on stuff like that now as an adult and be like, the answer wasn't, you know, saying no and no reason to saying no. You know, that that that, that you can see now that that was definitely not the solution. Just being like, well, I'm going to exclude him from this, you know, say, well, he can't have a Facebook back then. I guess it was this. He can't have a MySpace or whatever. He'll never know about it. You know, he'll never see what actually goes on there. Not realizing that your friends have it. Friends might pull it up right next to you. Friends might be like, hey, well, I can make you one real quick. Oh, already done. There you go. You got one. I can't tell yeah. my mom. I can't tell my daddy. Guess I'm lying to them now. What else am I going to lie to them about? I mean, it's easy. You know, that, that's, I mean, that's not the solution, you know? That is, that is, that you're very right by saying that. Um, I guess, I guess then that makes me think that we should have a realm for open communication about everything. Like, if you see something on Twitter, maybe your kids, you, your kids talk to you about, what they see on their timelines and the crazy <laughs> tweets that they see, but I just don't see that really helping either. I mean, that that sounds like the best thing that could happen. Honestly, you allow them an opportunity to see the world and ask questions about what they see in the world, because that's a big problem that we have in the Black community is not being able to ask questions. And that's been a problem, not being able to ask questions about what we see in the world. And you get kids that grow up not knowing Truthfully. anything about a lot of these things. I mean... Talk about like sex in general. I don't know anything about sex, and then all of a sudden, now we got a whole bunch of kids. I mean, yeah, well, I mean, right. we never talked about it in the house. I right. mean, that's that's a whole topic right there in and of and itself, that, in my opinion. Right that that bring that brings it to the point of uh, social media has now became the new food chain. Uh, and when I say that, you know, when you watch TV and when you watch movies or whatever. And it's, let's say it's a high school movie or a show, you can physically see the chain of uh, quote unquote command. You got the high, uh, the mean girls, jocks, you know. But now social media has turned everybody's life into can I get a like for this? Can I get a retweet for this? And if you if you're not getting high numbers. You are, you're automatically comparing yourself to the people that are, and now you're sad. Now you think you're ugly. Now you think you're doing something wrong. So, back to what Hunter said, you got. I mean, uh, uh, back to what Eagle said. Um, <laughs> I had to think about it. The Eagle. Second. Back to what the Eagle said. You have to teach your t- uh, child self-confidence early and that's really the only uh, option that you really have because if they don't have their own self-confidence then 
social media is going to take over. And so take over you guys life. feel like there's an appropriate age then, or like a? My child not gonna have a phone until like about twelve anyway. So yeah, I just don't think you should give your child a phone in the time where their brain is beginning to understand the world. Because I, I have a friend that's in physical therapy school, and he speaks on this idea that children, as they're growing up, there's a lot of things that they do to understand the world, like mistakes that they make, but they're making those mistakes because they're trying to understand their place in the world. And I don't think them at before the age of 10 is a good time for their for them to understand their place in the world through a phone. It's just a horrible okay. time to try right. and even let them understand it. I got I got a rebuttal to that though. I mean that's that was cool when we were growing up. Granted, we all in our twenties now. You know, technology wasn't as prevalent as it as it is today. So having that mindset now with the kids growing up these days, when there's technology everywhere, how are you going to find that that medium saying no, you can't be on it, or no, when it's already always in their face? Easy access to get it, get it to it. Are you saying phone wise or technology? I mean, it says technology, technology in general. You say you're not having your kids get a phone to twelve, but that was cool when we were growing up because it, you know technology didn't really afford us to have these nice phones that we have today when we were twelve. So you're saying because it's so easily accessible, how can you stop that? Basically, that's what he's saying. Yeah. Uh. Um, wow, that's actually a really hard question. I, I mean, know. that is a hard question. I mean, I mean, wait. So, what's what's the actual question? How you keep your child away from technology nowadays, or from when you do have kids? I mean, not that I would. I mean, it seems fairly easy. I mean, an iPhone costs like what six hundred, seven hundred dollars. I mean, unless my, you know, middle schoolers out here selling hard drugs like cocaine to kids, I don't think they're going to have enough money to get one on their own. <laughs> their parents just let them borrow theirs. But, you know, that's that wouldn't be my my suggestion in the first place is just to, you know, create a void in which, you know, they just don't have these things. Or, or that, that wouldn't be my my professional opinion as someone who's not a parent. But I, honestly... I feel like if you don't want them to have it, they're just not going to have it. They may have an opportunity to do things that you get to do. Well, uh, I appreciate appreciate the honesty today, fellas. Um, that's all the time we have for today's episode. Hey, guys. So once again, thank you for listening to today's podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I'm just going to say one more time before finally checking out. If you guys could do us a huge favor and check out check us out on our social medias. We are on Instagram at just underscore being underscore real underscore and on Twitter at just being real seven. No G. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and be looking forward to many, many more with you all. Have a good day.